talking about prayer today. And so we're going to say, I want, actually, you need to stand up for this. We're going to say the Lord's Prayer together. But I want you to remember, sometimes, how many of you have just been in groups where you just said the Lord's Prayer like, Father and heaven, heaven be the night. And you just like, you rattled it off. You didn't think about what you were saying. So this morning, we're going to think about what we're saying. Last week, we talked about our mind, heart connected to the mind. So I want you to really think about this. I'm not going to read it, and then you're going to read it. We're going to read it in unison. You're going to have to follow me in the sense of phraseology, pondering, meditating on the Lord's Prayer. And I'm using the King James Version because I found out that over the years, we've combined it about 10 different translations to make the Lord's Prayer. You know what I'm saying? It's you, thee, thy, all that. So we're going to use the King James, what I grew up on. And I think it's probably the most reverent version. Uh, I'm not saying it's the best, but it's the most reverent. So if you could put the, the words on the screen, because uh, I want us to get it this right. Our Father. Think about it. Our Father. Which art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. Hallowed. Holy is your name. Holy. Think about that, church. Meditate on that. Thy kingdom come. He's the king. Okay? He's the king. We are a part of his kingdom. Then he says, he's teaching him, he says, Thy, God, God, thy will be done. Thy will be done. What does that mean, church? It's not about your will. It's about his will. Think about that. Thy will be done. In earth as it is in heaven. We used to, we always said on earth, but it's in earth. Now this in me as in heaven. So you just prayed that God's will would be done in you, in your life, the way God wants it to be done, the way it is in heaven, okay? Give us this day our... Why did he say that? He didn't say give us tomorrow. He didn't say give us supply, did he? Why is that? Because he wants you to depend on him one day at a time, one moment at a time. Give us this day our daily bread. And that bread is more than just bread. It's more than just tortillas. It's the word of God. It's the word of God because Jesus said, I am the bread of life. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our debts. Many people say trespasses, um, but most translations actually say debts. Forgive us of our debts. Have anybody ever been in debt? Most of the adults in here have been in debt. If you've ever bought anything, pretty much, it costs much. Forgive us of our debts. Wouldn't it be nice if somebody just sent you, you, you owe $30,000 on your car, and they just a note in the mail says, your debt's forgiven. Somebody's paid it off. Woohoo! It can happen. But think, I'm going to give you a better one than that. All your sins that you've ever committed or are going to commit have been forgiven by the blood of Jesus. That's better than a car. That's better than a, that's better than a house. That, that's the best thing. Forgive us of our debts. As, but here's the other part of that. He says, as we, what? Oh, I like that first part, Lord, but the second part. Oh, we have to forgive. Yes, 
people are in debt to you we have to forgive them. We don't really have a choice. And we have a choice. But God says, this is what I want you to pray. This is how disciples, I mean, you've asked me how to pray. This is what I'm teaching you to pray. And he didn't say just pray it. He said live it. Okay? Forgive us of our debts as we forgive our debtors. And what? And lead us into temptation. But what? Deliver us from evil. You see some people say, well, I don't believe in deliverance. Well, then do, you, do you see the Lord's Prayer? Deliver us from evil. God doesn't want us to be living in evil. He wants us to be delivered from it because he knows we have an enemy. Deliver us from evil. And then Luke doesn't say this, but in Matthew it says, For thine, let's say this together, For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. So be it. Amen. See, he didn't just say he's the, he's the kingdom and he's the compassion. He said it's the kingdom and the power. He didn't want to leave out the power. He's, I'm going to send you the Holy Spirit. I'm going to send you the power. And the kingdom and the power. And guess what? The bottom line is he says, give me the glory. Whatever you accomplish, give me. When you do it in my name, give me the glory. Amen. Now, can we say that together? Can we go back to the beginning? Is that okay, guys? Okay, let's say it together. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Come on, let's give him the glory this morning. Okay, before you sit down, I need uh, eight children. Before you come up here, running up here, I got to tell you, I need eight children to start with that will... Come on stage, and they will pretend to be asleep. That's all you get. To, you, that's the acting that you get. You have to come up here and lay down on the stage and pretend to be asleep. So I need eight. Hurry up. Come on. Eight kids. And if they can't pretend to be asleep, you know what? We're, no. Hey, wait, 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 wait. Stop, stop, stop. One, two, three. Four. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. No, no. They're still coming. Okay. Come on, come on. All right. Can y'all, can y'all be still very long and pretend to be asleep? Okay, I need four of you. You want to be in this? Okay, come here. Gabby, I need two more, two more, just two more to be animals. Oh. Oh, that, okay. Okay. All right, all of you, all, all of you kids, come here, lay down on the floor right here. Just lay down. I just knew it, man. You can't just lay down. I've got to fall in and roll down. And, all right, yeah. Don't stick your feet in somebody's face, especially if your feet stink. Okay. Now, how do you pretend to be asleep? What, what noise do you make? Okay, snore. Keep snoring. Okay. Uh, if you're asleep, you're not talking. No sleepwalking. No sleep talking. You hear me? Pastor's got the mic, and he will poop. Poop. Okay. Now, if you could be an animal, which animal would you be? Mm -hmm. oh, tough question. 
cheetah. A cheetah, come on. A cheetah, come over here, cheetah. Ooh. Lay on that step right there. You think about what animal you want to be. What animal would you like to be? A dog. A dog. How, what's a dog do? What, how does he sound? Rough. Rough. <laughs> They're scared. I understand. Go, go lay down on that step below her. She's going to be the pink panther. What do you want to be, Gabby? A lion. How does a lion go? Rawr. Now that would scare boy. Okay, you go lay down that step down there, Gabby. Have you figured out who you want to be? Pink panther? No? No pink panther? How about a kitty cat? Say, not this. Okay, let's go. She's the silent cat. Go lay down that on that step. Okay. <clears throat> okay, you're the mom. Lay down. <coughs> Pretend to be asleep. Okay, I want to hear you. I want to hear y'all be sleeping. Okay, not y'all. An adult. <laughs> and if you're really asleep, somebody nudge them. Okay. All right. So here we go. There, there's a story in the Bible right after the Lord's Prayer. They t- Are y'all asleep? Okay, there's a story in the Bible right after the, the Jesus teaches them the model prayer. See, I believe the Lord's Prayer is in John 17, so this is the model prayer. And he goes on to teach them more about praying, and he gives them this parable. Now, the reason we have the animals down the lower steps because in that day, all the families stayed in one room, okay? This is, just pretend this is one room, and this is the... Big family, very fertile family. <clears throat> Mom's had a rough time, you can see. And uh, so we're all, they're all asleep in the same room. And the animals would be in the same room too. But guess what? The animals would have to sleep in a little lower level. So the, the, the children and the parents would be up their upper level, and the animals would be in the lower level. Okay? And so and this is the setting that we have for the parable in Luke chapter 11 so now I am going to join them and go to sleep I forgot to bring a pillow no thank you Uh, you should have been a dog still be still no, 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 be still. Come on. Lay down. We'll put you in the baptistry. We're asleep. We're all asleep, aren't we? My friend, please, do you have some food you can spare? An old friend of mine just arrived at my house unexpectedly, and I have nothing to serve him. We have no snacks. Nothing. Are you kidding me? Bible Bot, I know you're my friend, but listen, it's the middle of the night, and I am not up. I'm not giving you any of my food. My kids and my wife are asleep. Go away. Shh. Back to sleep, everybody. Oh, my. my friend, please help me. These guests of mine came to me unexpectedly, and I have no food for them. It is very embarrassing. Well, I'm sorry you didn't have plans for your friends but I'm can you see this we're all together in one room if I get up I might go to the kitchen and get you some tortillas 
I'm going to have to step over all these people. Oh, my, my wife, my kids, my animals. I, I can't do that. You just go away. Come back in the morning, please. My friend, I am not leaving until you get up and give me some food for my guests. If I have to stay here all night, I will. I am begging you to help me out tonight. <laughs> all right. All right. You win. Stay there. Oh, my goodness. Shh. How am I going to get you? Thank you so much, my friend. Now, yes, that, that, this was very important to me, okay. and I knew yes. that if it was important to me, okay. that you would help yes. me. Okay. God bless you, yes. and have a good night. Okay, I hear you. Stop talking. <laughs> have tortillas, that's all I got. This is one for you, one for your late night friend, and one for the road. Okay? Is that good enough? We good? Go bless your f friends. Oh, help the boy. He's walking. Help. That's a good walk. Okay, wake up, kids. <clears throat> wake up, animals. Let's give the kids a hand. <clears throat> Y'all can go back to your moms and your dads, your aunts and your uncles. And you're, okay. Oh. He actually went to sleep. Can I, can I, Tyson, could you help me with this, please? All right, we got it here. I'll let you help him. <laughs> I've been laying down. I'm tired. I got to get, whoo. Awesome. My pulpit bearers. Oh, good. Bearers. Let's give a round of applause for BibleBot. That's uh, Colin Wilson, if you didn't know. He made that costume for VBS. The kids loved it. Then uh, Jeff did the vocals back in the studio to make it sound like he was an actual robot. Sounded pretty good, didn't it? Now, I know that didn't happen in Bible times. There was no robots showed up. But I just want to make, the, make sure the kids were engaged in it to understand about persevering in prayer. So he's teaching, God is teaching us how to pray, and then he gives us this great illustration of perseverance. And you go, well, what does that have to do with prayer? So let's look at Luke 11. And this is going to be really short today, I promise you, because I know you got kids with you. So I'm going to try to keep it down to 30, 45 minutes, an hour. And uh, Luke 9, 11, if you have your Bibles, you might, well, if you have your Bibles, you can show your children that you know how to find Luke. Matthew, Mark, Luke. Luke was not one of the disciples, okay? A lot of people think that all the disciples wrote the Gospels, but he was not. Uh, he was a doctor, and he was also wrote the what other book? Anybody know which other book he wrote? wrote? Acts. So it should have been Matthew, Mark, John, Luke, Acts, because <laughs> that's just the way it goes. All right. So here it says in verse 9, So it is with Jesus is telling him, here's the parable, and then he says, So it is with your prayers. Ask and you'll receive. Seek and you'll discover. Knock on heaven's door, and it will be one day open for you. Every persistent person, say persistent, will receive what he asks for. Every persistent seeker will discover what he needs, and everyone who knocks persistently will one day find an open door. Okay? So you're thinking, 
Do we have to keep asking? Do we have to keep knocking? Do we have to keep seeking? And God says, yes, it's a good thing that you keep asking, seeking, and knocking. These are things that are constantly a part of our lives. How many of you ever, when you were a child, you wanted to play an instrument? Like a guitar. Let's just say, how many of you guys or girls wanted to play a guitar when you grew up or when you were a kid? And you, what, did you, what did you need if you were going to learn how to play the guitar? You needed a, a guitar or guitar. You needed a guitar, right? And so, how many of you begged your parents for a guitar? Okay. And how many of you now play the guitar? Ah, just, just Alex? Here, here's the thing. Okay. How many of you remember you wanted something so bad, but after you got it, you didn't really care about it? And you, you asked for something for Christmas. And you couldn't wait to get that new whatever it was, the new thing that was out there for Christmas. And you, and you went, and as parents, sometimes you maybe you had to look and struggle. You had to beat the line to get that special present. And you got it for your kids. And you thought, man, they're going to love this. And they looked at it, and then they threw it over, and then they picked up the box and put it over their head and started playing like, oh, this is the greatest present ever, a box. You remember that? And so sometimes ask for things that we really don't want. I'm just being serious. Sometimes even our prayers, we'll ask for things, and we're not even serious about it. Somebody says, would you pray for so-and-so? Yeah, I'll pray for so-and-so. But you never engage in serious prayer for that person. You just, you just kind of blow it off like, okay, God, touch them. I remember when I was a kid, my mother would gather us around the, the bed every night. We would get the big picture book. Anybody have the big picture book? It tells you the Bible stories. Those are great. You need to get those moms and dads. You need to keep, teach your kids about Noah and the ark and, 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 and Samson and Delilah. Well, maybe not Samson and Delilah, but you need to teach them. <laughs> but David and Goliath, you know, it's a little bloody, but hey, you need to teach them some things. And my, we would get by the bed and we would start praying. And, and you know what? A kid's prayer was, Lord, Lord, bless everybody in the world. You know, like we thought. And then we, then we would go to sleep. And that was the last thought we had of blessing everybody in the world. So God says, this is the way I want you to pray. And he teaches them how to pray. Then he gives them this lesson on perseverance in, in the, or persistence. A lot of people, well, what does that mean, Pastor? What is that? Well, that's a big word, persistence or perseverance. So here's what, Ezra, if we say a word to our grandson that he doesn't know, he stops us right there and he says, what does that mean? One day I told him to, to knock it off or something like that. He said, what does that mean, Papa? <laughs> knock it off. We use phrases all the time that little kids go, what does that mean? So when I say the word persistence or perseverance, what does that mean, adults? What does it mean? Tell your kids, what does it mean? Come on, tell your kids. Don't tell me. Tell your kids, what does it mean? Tell your kids. Don't give up. Keep on keeping on. Stay in the course. Don't give up. Listen, when God's called us to walk in persistence and walk in a persistent prayer life, He means persistence. He means don't give up because we pray sometimes. And even when we're serious, we pray sometimes. And God says, I'm not ready to give you what you're praying for because my time is better than your timing. See, God never does not answer a prayer. Sometimes He just says not now. Maybe He just says no. Maybe His answer to you is, no, I'm not giving you that. Did you know you can persist in prayer for something and God will give it to you just so you can learn a lesson? Ask the Israelites, we want a king, we want a king, we want a king. No, I'm your king, I'm your king, I'm your king. Persistence, persistence, persistence. Okay, I'll give you a king. And that king almost destroyed them. 
Because they ask for them. You know the old saying, be careful what you pray for, what you ask for. In James, it talks about how some, they would not get what they wanted because they were praying amiss. They weren't, at, they weren't praying the right way. They weren't praying in God's will. They weren't praying where there was surrender in their prayer. There's not, they weren't praying in persistence like, God, I know this is your will for my life, and I'm, I'm pressing into it. He's called us to be persistent in our prayer. He said, keep asking, keep knocking, keep seeking his face. It's not just a one-time event. Now, verse 11 says this. Let me ask you this. This is going to be a good question for the kids, so I hope the kids are listening. Adults, you don't need to answer this one. Let me ask you this. Do you know of any father who would give his son a snake on a plate? <laughs> I like this. Snake on a plane. I've heard that. Have you, would you give a son a snake on a plate when he asks for a serving of fish? Of course not. Okay, this is for the boys. How many boys, how many children we have boys that are here today? Stand up. You're a boy. <clears throat> I'm going to ask you a question. Would you rather have packed in your lunchbox for school, would you rather have a snake sandwich, huh, or a fish stick sandwich? Which would you rather have? Most of the boys are going, hey, I want a snake. <laughs> I want to scare my teacher. <laughs> Here, snake. No, you'd rather, have a, you'd rather have a fish sandwich, wouldn't you, than a snake sandwich? Wouldn't you? Adults, would you rather have a snake or a fish? fish okay so jesus is he's, he's putting something out there this almost seems to us he's like he's making a point okay verse 12 then this is for the girls do you know of any father who would give his daughter a spider when she asked for an egg of course not okay girls it's your turn would you rather have fried sm- spider or scrambled eggs for breakfast what scrambled eggs you rather have scrambled eggs and fried spider you know how it's proteins in a spider of course, you wouldn't want to eat a spider for breakfast. You want, you want to have a mint. You may want an omelet. You may want a something, but you don't want a spider for breakfast. You would rather have eggs of some. I love eggs. You cook them anyway, man. I pretty much like them any way you can cook them. Okay, then verse 13. It says, imperfect parents. How many imperfect parents do we have here this morning? Okay. How many perfect parents? I hate to ask that one. I mean, perfect parents. No, no, okay. See, if you're perfect, you can just go ahead and leave now. <laughs> but imperfect parents, you need to hang around, okay? If imperfect parents know how to lovingly take care of their children and give them what they need, how much more will the perfect Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit's fullness when His children ask Him? Is God, let me ask you a question, is God a good, good Father? Yes. He is, okay? He is our Heavenly Father, isn't He? He gives good gifts to all of his children. He didn't give us bad gifts. He's the greatest gift giver of all. And one of his greatest gifts he ever wanted to give us, besides salvation, was his Holy Spirit. He wanted to bless us with the, the fullness of his Holy Spirit. See, when you're, sal- when you're saved, did we give out salvation certificates? Did we skip that? How come? We'll do that at the end. I am so sorry. Somebody needs to interrupt. Like I just interrupted myself. Uh, uh, sorry. Just when I said salvation, that just, he gives us salvation. When we get salvation, guess what? We get Holy Spirit. Okay? It's called the indwelling. Say indwelling. Holy Spirit. It's when the Holy Spirit comes into you. See, when you give your life to Jesus Christ, we say Jesus comes into our heart. He comes into our heart through the Holy Spirit. He comes and saves us. His spirit, the Holy Spirit comes to your spirit, 
And man, they can become one. And your spirit is saved for eternity. Your spirit, man, is saved for eternity. But then he says, I want to give you the fullness of the Holy Spirit. That's what we call the baptism of the Holy Spirit. See, Jesus, after he came back from, and he was raised from the dead, he, he called his disciples together in the room. He said, I want you to receive the Holy Spirit. And he breathed on them. And he went, and they received the Holy Spirit. That was their salvation experience. But then he said, now I want you to do something for me. I want you to go to Jerusalem, and I want you to wait. Go to this, and I want you to wait because I am also going to send the power of the Spirit, and he's going to come upon you. And he's going to give you the power to be my witnesses, okay? So we have this, we have the indwelling Holy Spirit, and we have the fullness of the Holy Spirit. Here's what I think some, sometimes we do. We cheapen the baptism of the Holy Spirit. We just say, well, just by faith, I'm going to receive the Holy Spirit, and boom, you get it. And maybe you even utter some words, and you think, maybe I'm, I'm, I'm praying in tongues. You may be, or you may be not. Here, here's the thing is, are you earnestly, are you eagerly desiring the baptism of the Holy Spirit? Because here's the thing. If you just get saved and go, well, you know what? I think I'd like to add that on to the, to, to, to the mix. Give me the Holy Spirit. Now, I'm not saying you can't get baptized in the Holy Spirit the day you get saved. I'm not saying that. I would never say that because God does. He's not a formulaic God. He, he just does things the way he wants to do. But I'm saying there's something about the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I guess especially as, as for my own witnesses, I had to say, God, I want everything you've got for me. And he said, are you willing to empty everything that you know of now so you can receive what I want to fill you up with? And there's, 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 a, there's a going after it. He, he just doesn't just walk in. Oh, I want the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Okay, I got it. Yeah, I'm good. By faith. No, he says, do you earnestly, do, are you knocking? Are you asking? Are you seeking? He says, God wants to give you the best gift, but are you ready to receive it? You see, some of us are not ready to receive what God has for us. And he's not going to give it to you. He wants you to be ready. He wants you to be sold out. He wants you to be willing to receive what he has for you. Don't cheapen it by saying, well, I got the Holy Spirit because I just said I want the Holy Spirit. And there's no power in your life. There's no evidence of your life. He wants, if, if you really receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, I promise you, he says you will receive what? Power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you shall be my witnesses to all, to, to Samaria, Judea, to Jerusalem, to uttermost parts of the world. And I know that when I was baptized in the Holy Spirit, it wasn't about all these other things that people want to talk about. It was about God, you finally, I've got now, I don't have to go to witnessing one-on-one. Now I want to tell people about Jesus. I want to walk in my calling. I want to go after you, you with everything that I've got. So don't, let's don't cheapen the baptism of the Holy Spirit because you may ask and not receive and you may seek and you may not find it and you may keep on asking, seeking, and knocking. God says, when you are really ready, sold out, I want to bless you. I want to pour it out on you. We have so many Christians that they want this, but they don't know what to do with it because they're not prepared for it. It's like giving your keys to your car to your 12-year-old son and say, hey, go have fun with the Maserati. Yeah. <laughs> You're not going to do that, but I'll be dead. I want to drive the car. I want the keys. I the dad, and he can beg and plead and all things, and you're not going to give it to him because you know it won't be good for him or you <laughs> or your insurance. Right? Is this making sense? God wants us to want him. We're talking about intimacy with God. God wants us to get into the secret place. God wants us to find that pray His presence. God wants us to want to come to church. God wants us to want to hang around other believers. He wants, to, he wants us to want to get rid of the, the, the influence that are damaging and poisoning our life. 
Are you willing to do that? Are you willing to say no to this? Are you willing to separate from that? Are you willing to, listen, some of you play more on your video games than you look at your word. Ooh. You know, that's, we, we talk about addictions all the time in this church. We talk about uh, uh, porn. We talk about alcohol. We talk about drugs. But you know, one of the biggest addictions in our country right now, and especially for parents, is video games. Dads and moms being children. I'm just being real. Get away, kid. I'm busy. Oh, oh, whoo. And you hope, but God, hey, God, when, you, when, you get up, when you're up to it, baptize me in the Holy Spirit. Oh, wait, wait. Baptize me in the, wait, 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 wait. I've got to kill this one more person. Baptize me with the Holy Spirit. No. He wants you to empty yourself of you, of your selfish, worldly desires. He wants me to empty myself so I can receive what he has for me. Why do you think the church is just so dead today? It's because people are one, they want to walk in the world and they want to walk in, in, in the spirit. They want to do it both at the same time. It doesn't work. Somebody, this is family Sunday. Can you be nicer? I'm sorry. It just goes there. I want, your kids need to be, they need to see moms and dads that are serious. You're, you're the example. I'm not. I don't only live with your kids. You saw that when they're all laying up here. I don't want your kids living in my house. I love them, but they're yours. You had them, you hold them. And don't expect the nursery, the infants and toddlers, teachers, or John and Amy Francis and all the children's workers and all of our youth workers, don't, t- don't, don't, make sh- don't put it on them that they're going to raise your kids in the ways of the Lord. They get them a couple of hours a week. You get them a lot longer. What are you doing with that time? Okay. That was fun. Let's go on to the last verse. I'm almost through. What time is it? 11.31. Oh, I was going to try to finish by 11.30. Verse 13. Oh, I just read that one. Hey, we're good. <laughs> I'm, actually, I have it one more verse. It's in the Amplified. It's a Luke eleven thirteen. If you, then, being evil, imperfect parents, that is sinful by nature, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask and continue to ask Him? You see, when we pray, it's not just about the baptism of the Holy Spirit. It's not just about receiving that. It's in everything that we pray for. Everything we pray for. Are you willing to be persistent in it? Are you willing to say, God, if this, if this isn't for me, show me. And I'll quit praying for it. I'll quit asking for it. But Lord, if this is your will for my life. I've got to read one statement that I wrote. And then we'll close. Our persistence doesn't change God. You know that? You can ask him all day long for something that doesn't change God. He's God. It changes us. It develops in us a heart and a passion for what God wants. Not what you want, what God wants. So he's asking you, church, today, what are you praying for? What are you persistent about in your prayer life? What are you asking God for? Some of you singles say, I'm asking God for a mate. Well, God's really more concerned if you're asking him to be intimate with him first. You know, he'll give you what you need and even desire when it lines up with what he wants for you. How many, I'm not going to ask this question. How many of you asked, I want to ask it, but it's, it's, it's in, yeah, okay. How many asked for somebody, you said, God, send that man to me and he's, 
and the first guy you he showed up you decided that was a man and God said no 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 you said yes 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 and you said later on no 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 <laughs> right so be careful because I said that to say this he knows who you should marry he knows where you should go to school he knows if you need to have five kids or 20 kids he just knows he knows what's best for all of us because he's a good good father and sometimes we kind of circumvent his will for our life because we want something so badly and he said that's not what you need right now maybe later so I'm, I just want to encourage you this morning as we close examine your prayer life what are you asking for right now you know if you're praying for the prodigals that come home how many of you have a prodigal in your family if you're praying for your prodigals to come home guess what you're praying completely in line with the word of God but you're going to have to be persistent it's not like, son, Father, bring my son home. No, it may be, text your son, say, I love you, son. I don't condemn you. I love you. You may have cho chosen that lifestyle, but I love you. Come home. We love you. You understand what I'm saying? Pray God's word. Pray God's will. But persevere in it. And then if you're praying and asking amiss, as it says in James, if you're praying and asking amiss, just repent. Say, God, I'm sorry I asked for that. I am so sorry because I want to ask according to your will, according to the desires you put in my heart for your will to be done. He will not lead you astray. He's a good, good father. He's not going to give you a snake. He's not going to give you a scorpion. He's not going to give you something evil because he's a good, good father. He wants to teach you by giving you the good things and sometimes withholding things from us because his timing is so much better than ours. He just does. He withholds things just like you withhold the keys to the Maserati until your kids like 40, <laughs> right? We just don't give our, our kids things that are not re that they're not ready for, and God doesn't either, okay? So would you stand? Can we have the uh, ministry team come? Kids, I, I just got to say this. Kids, y'all have been great today. Come on, let's give it up for our children. And I've got to give kudos to my wife because we were in staff meetings. She said, what do we got planned for the kids Sunday? And I said, well, we're going to slap them around and throw them down in the chair and make them be quiet. And no. She said, we really need to celebrate our children. And so uh, at the end of the service, I mean, she's been making cookies all week. I, I tell you, they're great because I taste tested just so the kids make sure. <laughs> I had two whole cookies, and I, normally that's not enough for me, but I... I had a, a heart and a cross cookie, and I can vouch for the cookies. So they're made with love, or near mirror's love. And also, I have a little card for you, tells about Jesus. And then we have this great, I, I put one together. We, we didn't know what we were getting in the mail. We got this big box, and it's got these shields and the stick on. You don't have to use glue. And parents, I want you to sit down with your kids and, and do these shields, the armor of God. They're gonna, you're going to teach them again and reiterate what we've been speaking to them today. So, uh, and those will be given one per child as you've, and we have plenty, and going out those doors, be sure you get one for each one of your children, okay? So let's pray. Father, I thank you for Family Sunday. Father, I thank you that every Sunday's Family Sunday here because we're all part of the family of God. And we're, we're linked together. We have the same DNA in the sense that we have the same blood of Jesus running through all of us. Whether we're white or black or brown or yellow or green or whatever. 
Father, we're all a part of Christ because his blood flows, covers us and flows through us. The Spirit of God inhabits us. That's why we're family. Whether we're rich or we're poor, whether we live on the streets or we live in a mansion, we're, part, we're a family. So, Father, I thank you for this family. I want to ask you to do something. We all just join hands across the aisle this morning. Uh, just if you can find somebody, even our ministry team, could y'all just grab hands, stretch across here and grab hands. I want to, this is showing us that we're family, okay? Let's just lift our hands together as a family. Let's just say, our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever and ever. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I want to encourage you this morning, if you need prayer, don't rush off because look, we're way early. We still got four more songs to sing and another two skits. If you're a family here today, I want to encourage you, if you're a family here today, maybe you'd want to grab your kids and, and Circle up and bring them down here at the altar and pray together. I don't know. Oh, salvation certificates, we want to give those out. Brother John, you got them? If you need prayer this morning, we want to pray for you. You may be here this morning and you've never given your life to Jesus Christ. And today would be that day that you say yes to Jesus. We want you to come. We want you to come. And we'll let grab hold of one of these incredible adults up here and let them teach you and tell you about Jesus Christ. If you need prayer for healing, if you need prayer for healing, they want to pray for you, anoint you with oil, and pray the prayer of faith. They'll do that this morning. If you need prayer for anything, we want to bless you this morning. We want to lay hands. The Bible says to lay hands on, says to impart to them. So we want to impart faith to you this morning. We want to encourage you in the Lord this morning.